Hello and welcome to the Money News Market Wrap Podcast, a daily dose of money movements delivered straight to your device. I'm Scott Hayward. It's Thursday, the 9th of November, 2023. And Australian share investors have had a good week, even despite another rate rise being thrown into the mix. And today was no different. Healthcare companies and consumer stocks bolstered the Australian share market, offsetting the backward movement in the tech sector. The ASX 200, which it hasn't done since mid-October, finished above the 7,000-point mark. The ASX 200 closing up 19 points, or 0.3%, to 7,014. But continuing our trip through the banking results season today was the turn of NAB to puff out its chest on its big profit. Yes, not to be outdone by Westpac earlier this week, Australia's second largest bank posted its profit of $7.7 billion when it released its numbers today. That number has risen more than 8% on last year and had been delivered on the back of rising interest rates, with NAB's net interest margin increasing 9 basis points to 1.74%. But it's not all smooth sailing right now, and that's what the CEO, Ross McEwen, was making clear as he looks towards the next financial year. McEwen is expecting a number of challenges to come soon, which includes pressure from inflation, more rate rises affecting borrowing, and a potential rise in delinquencies as the economy tightens. Of the rate rises, McEwen was circumspect, saying you'll never see another year like that ever again. 11 or 12 interest rate rises in such a short period of time. That boosts your income before it disappears through competition pretty quickly. The bank delivered a final dividend of $0.84 per share, with a full-year dividend coming in at $1.67. The company's share price started the day in the positive territory, but finished the day down just under 1% to $28.94 in a mixed day for the big four banks. Healthcare companies were amongst the strongest on the local bourse as market heavyweight CSL was up 2% to $253.21 and Cochlear and Ramsey also stronger. Consumer discretionary firms were also in the green with West Farmers, Aristocrat and Lottery Corporation adding more than half a percent and explosive maker Orica said in an ASX statement its full year profit rose 16% in the 2023 financial year to $369 million. Shares up 2.7% to $15.48. On the losing end, IT stocks paired back some of the gains, including Zero, which said 13% to now be below $100 a share. WiseTech also fell 2% to $62.13. Energy companies were also weaker. Woodside lost 1.5% to close below $33. And Santos also shed 1% on the back of a drop in oil prices. Westpac fell, letting the banks down 2% to $21.20. So the currency markets and the Aussie dollar is steady, buying 64.11 US cents. The Aussie dollar also buying 52 British pence, 95 Japanese yen, and a dollar 08 New Zealand. The price of gold a touch weaker, sitting at US $1,954 an ounce. Iron ore stronger at $127 US a ton. Brent crude weaker at $75.55 a barrel. And one Bitcoin still buying above 54,000 Aussie dollars. And as the housing crisis increases, there's a solution from the West that's been added into the mix. A lot of criticism has been made towards short-stay accommodation, which has left many places empty while people are struggling to get a roof over their heads. So the WA government wants to change that. They're offering an incentive 
of $10,000 for short-stay holders to remove their properties from the market and instead make them available to renters instead. While states like Victoria have tried to tax short-stays out of existence, this way seems to be offering the carrot more than the stick. Let's see if this policy is around for a short-stay itself. Tonight on the show, we'll talk to Assistant Minister for Competition, Andrew Lee, about the amount of corporate tax being paid by our top companies and explore how to scratch that itch if you're looking to get into the ASX. That's 7pm tonight on your radio, live streaming or on your podcast feed. I'm Scott Hayward. I'll see you then.